Hi, this is Craig Valentine, host of Early to Rise Radio. Have you ever wanted to become wealthier, healthier, wiser, or just have more time to appreciate the finer things in life? On this show, we reveal what high performers are doing every day to be more successful without sacrificing their personal lives. Early to Rise Radio is sponsored by The Perfect Day Formula. Get your free copy of this game-changing success guide at freeperfectdaybook.com. Now let's get started with today's show. One of my clients asked me, Craig, you've been an entrepreneur for 25 years. What are the most important habits that have helped you become successful? Hi there, this is Craig Valentine. Welcome to the 300th episode of Early to Rise Radio. And in this special episode, I'm going to give you my seven cornerstone habits, the ones that have taken me from a broke, struggling, introverted, socially anxious, binge drinking personal trainer who used to be a farm boy and turned me into multimillionaire with multiple businesses, with dozens of employees, written three best-selling books, have friends all over the world, visited 45 countries, but most importantly, now a father married to the love of my life and have the most amazing baby in the world, Isabella. So how did I go from being struck, uh, stuck and struggling, struggling, as I like to say, to where I am now? And these habits worked for me. Now, what you will understand, what you need to understand, smart people will understand that the specifics of the cornerstone habit aren't necessarily needed for you to be to follow exactly, but it's the foundational principles. For example, just to give you a slightly off-topic example, everybody knows that I get up in the morning and I crush my morning routine. My friend Joel Marion built a $100 million supplement business starting work at 10 p.m. at night and working till 4 a.m. Now, he followed the same principles that I do every every morning at 4 a.m. I used to I used to spend a lot of time at his house and he had a huge office and we would share the office and my bedroom, guest bedroom at his house was right off the side. So I get up at four o'clock in the morning, go in and he'd see me and he'd realize, well, it's four o'clock and it's time for him to end the workday and go to bed. And we'd pass like the two sheepdogs on Looney Tunes, uh, Sam and Eddie or whatever they were called. And if you're old enough, you'll know that cartoon reference. And, but Joel, you know, did his most important stuff first and he worked with no distractions at night. Now he doesn't do that anymore, but it just goes to show you he followed the foundational principles, but not the same specifics in the time that he got up. So let's go back to the cornerstone habits, the cornerstone habits that have helped me make that transformation and have helped me help over 250 entrepreneurs become millionaires by following cornerstone habits. When you have these seven cornerstone habits of millionaires, you will be successful. You will claw your way up from where you are right now, whether you're in debt, whether you're young and broke, whatever you are going to be successful. You're going to claw your way back from anything. So cornerstone number one habit for me is to bed at 8 p.m. To bed at 8 p.m. Now, most people were going to think, oh, he's probably going to say he gets up, you know, in the, he's in the 5 a.m. club or whatever. No, it's you can't get up at five o'clock in the morning without going to bed at the right time the night before. So it's actually the time that you get into bed and get to sleep, which really lays the path to success for almost everything. Because if you are hitting the snooze button in the morning because you're getting to bed too late, then you're not going to have your ma uh, magic morning money time. And that's going to miss out on you. You're going to be late. You're going to be rushing around. You're going to be stressed. You're going to be in reactive mode. And you're never going to be proactive and move yourself ahead. That's so important. So again, 
It's not the fact that you have to go to bed at eight o'clock. It's that you have to get to bed on time. So for me, without bed at 8 p.m., there'd be no 4 a.m. morning money magic time. Then there would be much more temptation for me to make the wrong lifestyle choices. You and I both know the later you stay up, the more tempted you are because your willpower goes down, the more tempted you are to go out drinking, to drink at home, to binge Netflix, to eat bad food, to make stupid decisions. The later you are up, the more stupid decisions you are going to make. If you stay up past your bedtime, you're going to make stupid decisions. And stupid decisions are what help you stay up past your bedtime. My wife, Michelle, and I say we never got COVID for the longest time, for like two years, because we go to bed at 8 o'clock at night. And people only get COVID after 8 o'clock at night. We, we joked about it. And it's obviously not true. But we joked about it because there's really a greater chance of you screwing up your life the later you stay up at night. So get to bed on time. If you want to get, if you want to stay out of trouble and you want to be successful, go to bed early, early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Ben Franklin was no joke. All right. Number two, morning magic time. So habit number two is having morning magic time, money, morning magic time. Okay. So in the morning, I will focus on revenue generating activities where there's no, when there's fewer distractions and when I have a greater willpower, discipline, intention. Okay. So research shows you have greater willpower, discipline, intention. First thing in the morning, you tend to have fewer distractions than you do later on in the evening when friends want to go out, when you know there's more bad foods to eat, all that sort of stuff. In the morning, people leave you alone. Much like my friend, Joel Marion, he built that supplement company after everybody else went to bed. And so there were fewer distractions. So you want to, when you start your workday, focus on the most important task, the hardest thing, and do that when there are few distractions and you have great discipline. All right, let me summarize that one more time. You have very hard activities. And if you try and do them after you've been working for a while, you, if you put them off and you procrastinate on them, they actually become harder as the day goes on because your discipline goes down, your distractions go up. So it's the D plus D formula. Maybe it's the D minus D formula. Discipline goes down, distractions go up, making it harder for you to do stuff in the afternoon. But in the morning, you have high discipline, low distractions. And that is the greatest opportunity for you to do your hardest work. So do that. I'm not the only person who does this. Bedros Koulian, Alex Hormozzi, Jason Capital, Sharon Servasa. You, you name all these people, Isabel Price. I have all these clients who have implemented this. And a lot of people are tempted to work out in the morning and do all these, you know, quote unquote, good habit things. But those good habit things steal this magic money morning time. You can do all those good habits another time of the day. But trust me, doing the hardest thing first, when your energy level is high and the intensity, the activity that you have to do is difficult, you match those things, boom, you get more work done. All right. So stop procrastinating. And uh, with the perverse forms of procrastination, like working out and cold plunging and all that stuff, let's get down to work as quickly as you can. Plan your week is number three. The cornerstone habit number three is plan your week. You should have a general template. So you should have a very good understanding through some self-reflection and introspection, how your week looks, how you best operate, what time of day you get into deep work, what time of day you should work out and when you can work out. And you should have a general template using my seven by seven grid from the perfect week formula book. If you don't have my book, go to craigballantine.com forward slash free books, download the book for free, no opt-in required, you get the ebook or the audiobook. 
If you want the physical copy, go to perfectweekformula.com or Amazon, order the physical copy. It will show you how to build a seven by seven grid, which is seven days per week and seven two to three hour blocks over the course of the day that will help you generally template your week. Then you add in specifics. So you start with that general template and every Sunday morning you add in specifics so it's clear what you are doing and when, and then you clearly communicate with your family about who's doing what, when, the, the deadlines for getting things done, the deadlines for getting people off to their meetings, their sports and everything. You just have a very clear plan of attack. And you also communicate that within your business to the people so they know who does what by when. That's one of the most important questions that you will ever ask and ever implement so that everybody understands who's responsible. Who does what by when? Who's doing the dishes and when are they de- being done by? So that we can all go to bed knowing that the kitchen is cleaned up. Who is getting the sales copy done and up on the website by when so that we know that the marketing is going right for this promotion in our business? Who does what by when? Number four, after you planned your week, the cornerstone habit becomes planning your day. So to-do list must be done the day before, not the morning of. If you're doing your to-do list in the morning, you are already too late because we know that we have the greatest discipline, willpower, and intention first thing in the morning and the most distraction and the least amount of distractions. But if you're doing your to-do list, that's a distraction. You can't use the time of day when you have the greatest energy, creativity to figure out what the heck you're going to do over the course of the day. That is a bad idea. That's like going to the grocery store and making your shopping list in the meat aisle. Like you don't do that and you shouldn't do your to-do list first thing in the morning because man, that is a no brainer task that needs to be done the day before using my three-step plan, which is brain dump priority to-do list and then process planning to make the path go smoother. If you don't know that, get my book, perfect week formula. Cornerstone habit number five, eat for energy, exercise for performance, eat for energy, exercise for, for performance. So eating for energy, I eat the same thing at breakfast and lunch every single day. There's tiny, tiny variations in it, but it's almost the exact same thing. It's iced coffee, protein bar, walnuts for breakfast. Then uh, mid-morning, I have eggs in a green smoothie, or sorry, green smoothie at lunch. So eggs and maybe a little bit more coffee um, before my workout. Then after my workout, I have a big smoothie and you know something to go along with it, maybe some walnuts or a sandwich or something like that. And then I have dinner and at dinner, I have whatever I want because I don't screw up my day, my energy during the day by eating bad foods. So I have that uniform and I even have a uniform. Like when I used to do a lot of business trips, I had a uniform steak dinner. So I go to a lot of steak restaurants and I knew that I didn't want to overeat and feel crappy the next day. So I was always ribeye plus spinach sauteed spinach or steamed spinach and a baked potato. Now I take almost half the meal home, put it in the fridge in the uh, hotel room where I was staying. And I might have it for breakfast on, on the road, keeping it simple. But I would always order that so that I didn't get into trouble by ordering a whole bunch of new foods and overeating. So that was my uniform. So having a uniform so that you eat for energy is important. And then the exercise is exercising for performance, for mental performance. I'm 47 years old. I'm not going to go and do bodybuilding contests. I'm not going to take steroids. I'm not going to do ultra marathons. That's not, I don't care anymore. All right. Listen, I was, uh, I wasn't bodybuilder size when I was 32 years old, but I was pretty strong, 
stronger than the average person, but it doesn't matter anymore. What matters to me is being able to pick my baby up uh, from the crib at two o'clock in the morning, not hurt my back, being able to defend my family. So I do self-defense training. That's what really matters to me. So exercise for performance. Now, if you're a 25 year old guy and you want to gain some muscle because that muscle will give you confidence and maybe help you attract the, you know, the girl that you want. Great. That's a different performance. But for me, I exercise for my performance and I don't exercise too much. I think a lot of people are working out too much. So if you're really into fitness and you're an entrepreneur and your business is not doing well, cut back on your workouts. Stop doing the triathlons. Stop doing the fitness competitions. You don't need to prove yourself there anymore if you're struggling with your finances. So exercise for performance. Consistency is key and variety is often overrated when it comes to diet. Number six, set boundaries and deadlines. Boundaries and deadlines keep you out of trouble and also keep you efficient and effective. They force you to be efficient because you've given a deadline. You say, hey, I'm going to have this done by X time. You get accountability to hold you to that deadline. And also the boundaries. I put my phone away at six o'clock. I stop working at four o'clock. You have these boundaries and you communicate them to your spouse. You communicate them to your team. You honor those boundaries and you stay out of trouble by not working too much and working and upsetting somebody that you're on your phone when you're supposed to be with them. Set boundaries and deadlines and get accountability to stick to them because it's no good if you set boundaries and deadlines and don't honor them. Be a person of your word. Number seven, get public accountability. So tell the world what you're going to do and nobody wants to feel like a hypocrite. So we're all going to honor our word or get accountability to somebody you deeply do not want to disappoint. This is a mentor. Someone you look up to as a big brother or big sister, and you hire them as coach or mentor. You tell them, hey, I'm going to get this work done by X date. And you know that person who you look up to, you're not going to let them down. Accountability is the key. It's the ingredient that helped me move mountains in my life. Absolutely. By being accountable to Bedros Koulian, to a guy named Matt Smith, to Joel Marion, to my friends who I looked up to, I would promise them they are the ones that helped me transform from that broke, struggling, introverted, socially anxious, binge drinking personal trainer into the person who sold you know nearly a million copies of Turbulence Training. I have over 25 million views of YouTube or the fitness channel. That helped me improve as a person, a better leader. They, they are the ones that helped me write the book. I promised my book to certain to uh, all my coaching clients by a certain day. That was public accountability. I've had public accountability to help me quit swearing. I've helped other people find the love of their life by committing to public accountability and putting it out there into the universe to thousands of people on Facebook and saying, I'm going to go and meet a great woman this year. Listen, public accountability can change your life. It is absolutely incredible. Making a promise to other people increases your odds of success. So there you go, my friend. Those are the seven things. You got to get to bed on time, right? For me, it's to bed at 8 p.m. You need to have morning magic time. Doing your hardest tasks, first thing. You need to plan your week. You need to plan your day. You need to eat for energy and exercise for performance. You need to set boundaries and deadlines to keep yourself out of trouble. And you need to get public accountability or accountability to some of you deeply do not want to disappoint to hold you true and hold you on track. So those are the seven cornerstone habits that have helped me be successful. Now over to you. What did I miss? What do you think should be maybe eight, nine, and 10 are the 10 cornerstone habits of millionaires. I'd love to hear from it. Um, really enjoyed this question from Christian, my coaching client. He really got me thinking. And I truly believe that these seven things, 
I started following them kind of, sort of in 2006 when I had my anxiety attacks, but the stronger I got with them, the more I left anxiety behind and the more successful I became in life. And the closer I get to what Ed Milet calls the best version of myself, you know, Ed Milet has this great little shtick where he says he, be he believes that God has this perfect Ed Milet. And when Ed Milet dies and goes to heaven, he's going to meet the perfect Ed Milet. And he wants to get as close as possible to that perfect Ed Milet. So he improves every day. And I think that is a great way of looking at things. And these seven cornerstone habits, the better I stick to them, I'm always getting better and refining them and improving, improving. Better I stick to them, the closer I get to that best version of me. So let me know what I missed. Uh, drop some comments down below. I'd love to hear from you. Those are my seven cornerstone habits. And I want to thank you for listening to one or all 300 or you know a dozen or a hundred or whatever you've listened to of the Early to Rise radio show. And uh, man, my, my friend Matt Smith encouraged me to do it several years ago. It's probably 2016 or 17 we started. And here we are in 2022, crazy uh, 25 years of being an entrepreneur. And we got the best stuff uh, is yet to come. So thanks, everybody. Drop a comment down below or uh, send me a message on Instagram at RealCraigValentine or an email at supportedearlyrise.com. And looking forward to working with you soon. Have a great day.